am. Yes. I, I feel like uh, we're very insular on Ingredipedia. We're always talking to each other about, hey, M, hey, yeah, <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast or whatever. Um, I've decided to throw it a little bit wider. Okay. Yeah, I really wanted to understand what other people eat for breakfast and probably more specifically what they enjoy eating with butter. So I've thrown it super wide and spoken to a, a range of different people in my house. Um, <laughs> actually, just one person while he was in the bath. I'll just throw it to the tape. What do you like to have with butter? <laughs> Peanut butter and cheese. With butter? Yeah, and honey. Peanut butter and cheese and honey? Yeah. With butter? Yeah. On toast. Okay, so that's my son, Walt. Um, he apparently likes peanut butter and cheese and honey with butter. I pressed him on it. I was like, "Is the, the you need the butter though, don't you? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. And it's high quality cheese, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the, what I was worried about there is that he didn't actually understand what we were talking about because um, he is three and um, sometimes I, I worry about him. Uh, so I asked him, I pressed him on his understanding of, of butter and I asked him well, the, the following question. Um, do you know what animal butter comes from? Yeah. Which animal? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm still not convinced that he knows what butter is uh, or why we're talking about it. But um, in that respect, he's just as qualified as we are to talk about it in this episode, the butter episode. But he's not wrong, is he? Like there could be butter made of goat's milk, right? (laughs) This is not. Maybe he's a genius. He's never had it before. (laughs) So. Okay. He's not a genius. Um. But as, as I mentioned, this is the butter episode of Ingredipedia. We're going to swap some facts over the next three rounds. Let's talk butter. Cool. So how do you have your coffee? <laughs> uh, I enjoy a long macchiato uh, mm-hmm. or a short macchiato, depending on what time of the day it is. Well, that's all very interesting. But <laughs> do you know how Harry Styles has his coffee? Um, Harry Styles from One Direction. One Direction RA. <laughs> They're like Green Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're in like today's, today's Green Day. Okay, thank you for bringing it um, <laughs> into a, a reference point that I understand. Uh, how does Harry Styles have his coffee? He has it with butter. He does. Mm. So you might have heard about this coffee trend called Bulletproof Coffee. Basically, it's um, black coffee with one to two tablespoons of butter blended into the coffee and maybe some kind of coconut oil type thing too. Okay. Um, And the idea behind it is that it will give you a um, level energy for six hours without crashing like coffee because you know how like after you have a coffee you're fine for like a few hours and then you like dip. Mm. Um, That's when you have another coffee though. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, um, apparently it gives you a mental and physical boost and stops you getting hungry and puts your body in the mood for burning fat all day. So Bulletproof Coffee was made popular by a guy called Dave Asprey, who is a US entrepreneur who was influenced by the yak butter tea he drank in Tibet. So if you have a look on the Bulletproof Coffee website, it's super slick and it kind of makes it seem like a cult or at least like he wants to take your money. Mm. And dig a little deeper and you'll find out he does actually want to take your money. 
because you need to buy the upgraded coffee beans, which are, quote, free of performance robbing mould toxins, <laughs> like normal coffee. <laughs> really? And you need to buy the brain octane oil, which, quote, provides fast energy with no crash. So how do you not, like, how would you normally have this coffee? You just go to a cafe and they have this specific brand of coffee? Um, no, you. I think you order it over the you, internet. Okay, it's an internet yeah. only thing. So Harry is getting onto his computer oh, on the tour bus. I don't know if they're, if this company and Harry are affiliated. Harry's just said that he likes butter in his coffee. Okay. I don't know if he's drinking the Bulletproof Registry okay. trademark coffee. All right, but he's not the poster <laughs> boy for Bulletproof coffee. No. But maybe you are now. Can I play a little video? Yes. All right, here is Dave talking about Bulletproof coffee. He's just... Got it off the blender. So he's just put all the ingredients in and whisked it. See the head of foam that's formed on it? This is similar to what you get with a latte. There are actually little bubbles still coming to the surface, just like a freshly steamed latte. But the flavor is something that you wouldn't expect. It is creamier and more delicious than a latte ever has a chance of being, not to mention it has metabolic effects. Like it helps you lose weight and it makes you feel amazing focus for hours and hours. So he's quite a salesman. Mm. <laughs> Take my money, Dave. Take my money. Um, so naturally I tried it, but I didn't want to buy the actual Bulletproof <laughs> products. So I made it with coffee from Everyday Coffee here in Melbourne mm -hmm. and my AeroPress mm -hmm. and a tub of home brand unsalted butter. Okay. Um, so I made the coffee as I usually do in the AeroPress, filter coffee, and then I cut up a tablespoon, it was quite a large tablespoon, it's probably like two tablespoons of unsalted butter. And then I put it in my George Foreman smoothie maker <laughs> <laughs> and blended it up. And it foamed a little bit, which was kind of pleasing and like the video. But then I was really scared to taste it because I really like coffee and I didn't want to ruin coffee for myself. Mm. But it actually didn't taste that bad. It tasted quite weak, like the butter diluted the coffee taste and it just felt really thick and rich. And it's kind of like coated my mouth in oil. Um, <laughs> in, in a good way? Uh, I don't think so. I'd, I think mm. I prefer to just drink normal coffee. Okay. Um, so I drank it before I ate breakfast. So I was really hungry. And then I actually drank it and I didn't think it would make me not hungry, but it really made me not hungry, mm. which is very rare. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, – I realized that I really love eating breakfast, so I was just going to eat it anyway. Like, it's no point not eating just because you're not hungry. Do you well, agree? Yeah, but if you've got to stay trim for performance, like <laughs> Harry Styles, I imagine that's what he does. Yeah, I don't know true. who he is. I don't have that kind of pressure. Yeah, thank um, God. Anyway, I wouldn't recommend it if you like eating food, but maybe it would work for you if you, you know, don't want to eat until midday or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, from from... Butter coffee to, well, Em, I've, I've sent you over a script. Can you can we just kind of, you, you need to, this is from the. I just like to say I'm a really bad actor. That's and fine. And I just read this script like one minute ago. I'm, so it's I not about, you're, you're playing the part of Sue. That's all you need to know. Mm, okay. I think we're workmates. Uh, my name's Rob. Uh, let's, maybe we're working uh, on a newspaper in middle America. Uh, okay. It's June. <laughs> the sun is high in the sky. Anyway, okay. Uh, so I'm going to be Rob, you be Sue. Yep. Hi, Sue. Wow, you look really pretty today. Have you had a haircut? Um, no. Oh, so it must be the clothes you're wearing. You look really great. Thanks, Rob. 
That's really nice of you. I'm glad I caught you, actually. I was hoping you could read my new article and make some changes for me. Hmm, okay. I should have known you were just buttering me up. I always wear this dress. End scene. (laughs) Uh, The key phrase that you heard in there was buttering me up. And this is uh, a script from the website Idiom of the Week. And butter me up or to butter someone up is an idiom. But the question is where does it come from? Do you know where it comes from, Em? Um, no. Google? Well, this article has come straight from Google. Um, there, well, there are two possible origins. One is that uh, spreading smooth sayings is kind of like how you spread butter on a piece of bread. So I'm kind of being all smooth and, you know, it's more about the, the feeling of the words and, and, and how butter feels on bread. But others believe it originated in ancient India where they used to throw balls of butter or ghee at statues of gods to ask for a favour. So that, that's another theory. And if you look to the Hunza tribe who live in the remote Himalayan range between Pakistan, India and China, they're famed for their lifespans of 115 years or more uh, and their vitality has been attributed to a culture which died of butter, kefir and yogurt along with plenty of whole grains. Uh, and in Hindu culture where the cow is sacred, the butter is the only animal fat that Hindu, Hindus will eat the cow represents the soul with its obstinate intellect and unruly emotions, but is also gentle and generous. And the butter it gives is a sacred offering, fuel for lamps and treasured food. And Emily, that dress looks fantastic. Can you have a look at my article? So I don't understand. They roll out the balls of butter and throw it at what? Uh, at, at statues of gods in okay. to ask the gods for, for favours. Like, oh, right. Just like Robin Sue reading the article. So for a dish to win a most creative food prize, what kind of elements do you think it needs to have? Uh, it needs to be creative. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting shape. Well, what about... Texture. If it, what if it was at the 2009 State Fair of Texas? It would need butter in it. Yeah. So they their most creative food prize was deep fried butter, which is quite possibly the world's most unhealthy sounding snack. So basically it's balls of butter dipped in dough and fried in oil, then dusted in icing sugar and served on a stick for $4. Sounds pretty good. That's value for money right there. (laughs) Take my money, Texas. (laughs) So um, a guy called Abel Gonzalez Jr. was the hero who did this first. And... um, I think fairs in America, I've never been to one, but they sound like where the dirtiest food in America comes to fruition. Mm. Maybe because there's no regulations or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the Orange County Fair, another fair, there was this snack called the Coronary Combo, which was a stick of deep fried butter served with chocolate covered bacon for $10.50, which I read on an American website is the same price um, that some health plans co-payments are. So like to go to the cardiologist would cost you $10 to eat this deep fried butter served with chocolate covered bacon would cost you $10. So it was was like (laughs) a politically motivated price point. It was a cultural comment Mm -hmm. on the state of the American healthcare system as well as a deep fried bacon and chocolate and butter snack. Delight, yes. Genius. Um, so the flavour of deep fried butter is apparently kind of like French toast or the most buttery bread you've ever had. Um, anyway, I made some. 
No, I didn't really. Ah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really wish I did. <laughs> but um, I don't, I can't deep fry in my house without nearly dying. Mm. Or, and like I don't know how deep frying butter would work. Like, I feel like that's a recipe for disaster. Okay. All right. I'll just have to imagine the taste <laughs> of the butteriest thing I've ever mm. eaten in my okay. life. Okay. Well, this is what happens when you eat it. Mm-hmm. In the frying of the butter, it all soaks into the dough. So when you bite into the dough, the... Um, it's like kind of mostly doughy, but then there is some liquefied butter that runs down your chin. So it sounds messy and it sounds dangerous. Um, and it reminds me of the time I once asked a fish and chip shop to deep fry a Turkish Delight chocolate bar and the Turkish Delight turned into molten jam. So I feel like I would injure myself if I ever tried to make deep fried butter. So I'm just, I'm just going to tap out of this one. Okay. All right. It's for the best. We have to w- worry about occupational health and safety at Ingridopedia mm. HQ. Okay, well, from one delicious form of butter to another, I want to talk about the way that the butter is stored. Actually, that's a, that's an interesting question. Do you, do you keep butter in the fridge or in the pantry? Okay, in the fridge. Yeah. Do people keep it in the pantry? Well, I, sometimes. Well, because it, it's well, very, it gets hard in I the know. fridge. My fridge is too cold and it's really annoying. Yeah. I've got to leave my butter out before I use it if yeah. I don't want to murder my bread. Some people have like one of those butter keepers you know with mm. the ceramic lid and they kind of keep it on a shelf or in, in the pantry I, I guess you can only do that for a certain amount of time but in uh the 6th to 19th centuries ad the people of ireland and scotland had uh, a very interesting way of uh of preserving their butter they buried it in bogs what's a bog it, it's basically compressed mosses and uh, organic material that eventually it's going to turn into coal but okay. it's in its soft form. It's like a muddy, peaty, messy environment. But it's also, uh, it has preservative qualities. So the people of Ireland and Scotland would bury their butter in bogs, which makes butter one of the most widespread archaeological items found in bogs. So there's lots of, the, the um, preservative qualities uh, mean that a lot of um, bodies have been found in, in bogs. So if you think of uh, uh, Tolland Man was one in, uh, in Scandinavia where like, perfectly preserved human remains from thousands and thousands of years ago uh, or at least hundreds of years ago are found. Another thing they find is butter. Um, so bog butter deteriorates in appearance and flavour um, with with time as the fat in the butter is decomposed by mo- microbial action. I feel like I talk about microbes yeah. a lot on Ingridopedia. Um, I feel like you're just skimming over it. You're not really understanding <laughs> it. <laughs> That's... Yes, that is true. Um, it's usually a hard yellowish white substance. So it, it's kind of, it turns into something slightly different to butter. Um, it's a bit more like cream cheese in texture and flavor. And um, being that it's hundreds of years old when it's dug up now, uh, hygienic standards being somewhat different uh, from today's bog butter usually contains plenty of cow's hairs. Um, as late as 1853, bog butter was offered for sale in um, parts of Ireland and the taste was, uh, was much sought after, this kind of really earthy, cheesy flavour. Some people weren't content to imagine the taste. There's a, there's a, a website and sort of a project called uh, the Nordic Food Lab. They went one step further and they created their own bog butter. Uh, this is in uh, about 2013. They buried their butter, made it in the sort of old organic way by a Swedish dairy master. Uh, he created this sort of organic butter, then they wrapped it and buried it for three months. Now, and this is their description of the taste test of the bog butter that the Nordic Food Lab made. 
The fat absorbs a considerable amount of flavor from its surroundings, gaining flavor notes which were described primarily as animal or gamey, <laughs> moss, funky, pungent, and salami. These characteristics are certainly far flung from the creamy acidity of a freshly made cultured butter, but have been found useful in the kitchen, especially with strong and pungent dishes in a similar manner to aged ghee. So if you are after a butter that's much gamier, funkier, more pungent and taste of salami, all you have to do is find a peat bog in Ireland or Scotland or parts of Scandinavia and bury your butter for up to three months and you will have some delicious bog butter. Wow, I didn't know that butter could be unappealing to me, but bog butter with cow hairs really Mm. is it. And also described as funky. That's pretty much the worst word in the dictionary. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm always bringing the uh, deliciousness <laughs> to Ingridipedia. So, for my third fact, there are lots of ways to get butter. You can make it, if you can be bothered, or if you're forced to in Year 7 food technology, which causes RSI. Yep. You can buy it in tubs, which are good for spreading, blocks, which are good for cooking, or little foil packs if you're on a plane, which mm. are freaking adorable. So I feel like lots of bases are covered. No matter how you want your butter, there's a suitable way to get it. But Chicago-based entrepreneur Geraint Crumpy does not agree. So he's invented a chapstick for your butter. (laughs) So when I first heard this, I was on board. Yes, I will use butter as a makeup product because butter is fucking delicious. I always had lip smackers that were food-flavoured when I was little and I couldn't eat them, which was really confusing. So a chapstick of butter sounds appealing. The oil would keep your lips moisturised and then you'd have a delicious treat to eat all day if you get hungry. But I was wrong <laughs> because its actual purpose is to butter toast. Ah. So it's, it's, not, it's still exciting. So it's like a big glue stick for your toast and it's called the Butter Boss. And it has a knob at the end that you twist to make the butter come out the top and then yeah. you use it like a glue stick on toast or on like a dish before you... Um, bake with it or mm-hmm. like you can butter it straight onto corn. So That makes sense. <laughs> this guy's made a Kickstarter video. So I'll just play a little bit of it. So it's a serious man crush too. Think of all the things you'll bomb with butter just to take it up a notch. It's just so boss. Take it with you to the yard or tailgate party. I mean, come on. Salt, pepper... So I love Mm. that you can take it to the yard with you. Yeah. That's that's a party right there. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, of course, they were successful with their crowdfunding campaign. Of course. 970 backers pledged 40,775 American dollars to see the Butter Boss come to life. So it costs 25 US dollars. Is that something that you'd be in the market for? $25 for some butter. No, you don't get the butter. This is the butter. You just get the no, butter boss. No, I'm not in the market. And have you bought me one? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I mean, I'd buy one for myself if I was going to buy one for anyone because I'm really keen on the chapstick angle. Yeah. But I'm not sure about like you'd have to keep it in the fridge and then that kind of defeats the purpose of a chapstick. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I admire Geraint Crumpy, <laughs> um, both for his name, uh, his <laughs> entrepreneurial spirit, and also I often think that there needs to be a better way of getting hard butter onto toast. But I don't think a stick is the way to do it. 
Definitely not. I can imagine putting the butter in the stick would be freaking painful. Yeah. So I've actually thought about this quite a bit. Okay. Why can't you get butter slices like you can cheese slices? Like a craft yeah, single. True. But butter. Yeah, Has we anybody cut this invent- out of the podcast and then <laughs> you should get really rich. Just. I'm going to take on Geraint Crumpy. I see your butter boss and I raise you butter singles. I wouldn't take on Geraint Crumpy lightheartedly because his previous invention was something that scrambled eggs inside the eggshell. Ooh. So he is not a man okay. <laughs> to be um, screwed with. Geraint, I'm sorry. Uh, I take it back. Um, maybe we can partner up on this butter singles idea. Uh, Em, how are you, how are you feeling? Not this again. (laughs) Nervous. Yeah. Do you feel like you need to relax a little bit? Like making this podcast, I mean, now I'm, I'm guessing by the time it goes to air, it'll still be the number one food podcast in Australia on iTunes. Not really. Anxiety fuels me. There's there's (laughs) a lot. Okay. Well. But yeah. As a friend, I think you need to relax. Um, so I'm just going to bring up some. Okay. I hate whale noises. Well, <laughs> just so you know. Okay, we're well, probably going to hate the next two and a half minutes. Okay, sit down and close your eyes. Breathe deeply. Imagine a lump of gold butter on top of your head. It's slowly melting, and wherever it touches your body, stress and tension fade away. The butter flows slowly over your forehead, and all your muscles relax. Feel the butter run over your eyes and facial muscles. As it releases tension and stress. And you're not doing it, you're laughing. You've got to make it work. The butter melts down the back of your neck and over your shoulders, melting the tension away. I'll skip a bit now. Eventually it goes down to your feet. Your entire body is covered in gold butter and you radiate good health. Let the butter melt over your entire body as many times as you need and then sit and focus on your breathing and radiance for a few minutes. You're welcome. Uh, what I've just done for you is uh, the butter egg meditation, which is from the Zen master Hakuin. Really? Because have you ever done a meditation like that before? Because that's the same one we did in primary school, but it was a white light, not butter. Well, that was Zen master Hakuin, <laughs> who lived in the 1600s. I found it on innerouteryou.com. So oh, I can't be wrong. you know that it works. Um, so butter is is a mystical food stuff that's very important in many cultures, and that's why it finds itself into Zen master Haku and Akaku's meditation. It kind of made me a bit stressed out because it it seems very messy. Yeah, that w- worries like me white, as well. White light is kind of a lot more peaceful. Yeah. to imagine. Yeah, sorry. Zen Master Hakuin. It, it didn't work. Neither of us feel any more relaxed. Um, although I did like that whale music. Let's have a bit more of that. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> that's it. That's butter. Yeah, but we've got to recap. Yeah. Okay, so you go. So, uh, okay, well, on, on, on the butter episode, we, we talked about the idiom to butter you up. I told you about Harry Styles' favourite kind of coffee, butter in coffee, also known as bulletproof coffee. Then I shared with you the delicious bog butter. (laughs) 
and the equally delicious deep fried butter I shared with you in round two. And then we did yoga. And I talked about the butter boss, the butter glue stick slash chapstick if you're crafty. And also I invented the butter singles, which I think we've got to take that offline. (laughs) All right, let's cut that out of the podcast completely. Let's go and make that. Don't worry about Ingredipedia. Don't worry about it. We might be back next week. Uh, If you want to vote for us, Instagram, Ingredipedia, we put up uh, an image of uh, both of our facts. You like the one that you like the most. Thanks for listening. Bye.